This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Anatomy of a Movie. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Popcorn Talks Anatomy of a Movie. We're here today to talk about Netflix's Love Wedding Repeat. We're going to talk plot lines. We're going to talk characters. We're going to cover it all. So I am here with the fantastic duo. First up, we have Bryant Santos, host, Quarantine with the Stars, Gay Twitter, Bella Twins expert, Ariana Stan. Hi, Brian. <laughs> Keep going. I love it. I love you. Keep listening. <laughs> so I'm off. I love it. I'm going to go out on a huge limb and say this is one of my favorite movies I've seen in a long time. Wow. It was that good for me. So, so hilarious. So great. I love a good storyline. How it came full circle. I'm ready to get into that. Yes. Coming in That's hot. Excitement today. Love it. And then, of course, we have Mr. Ryan Nelson, senior producer of the Popcorn Talk Network, host of Star Wars News, <laughs> co-host, Better uh, Call Saul. Thank you. Ariana well, Stan, Bella Quinn, right? No, no, no. <laughs> uh, guys, psyched to be here. New Netflix rom-com. Uh, didn't have high expectations for this, but I'm excited to talk about it amazing and i am your host trina dong lover of all things movies so let's get into it i want over actually no ryan yeah tell us a little bit about the movie first some background right so just on every anatomy movie you know we're we're gonna break down this plot and everything just a quick synopsis um this is this follows jack played by sam claflin who just wants to throw the best wedding for his sister and anything that can go wrong goes wrong and much like in the live die repeat edge of tomorrow movie style with tom cruise we get to see different versions of the wedding and how it will play out if their seating arrangement at the table uh for for post-wedding is different and we get to see how all of them play out is a really funny movie with some british style a little bit of english sprinkled on there and we get to see all the different versions and outcomes stars olivia munn as well as frida pinto and is directed and written by dean craig who i was unfamiliar with before this movie and he really kind of blew me away it's based on a famous french comedy called plan de table which is actually seating table translated um but yeah, it's, it's a love wedding repeat, and we're talking about it on Anatomy of a Movie. Back to you, Trina. Amazing. Bryant, tell us what you thought. We heard a little bit of it. You can't say more positive things, but try. 
do it. Yes, it was so great. Just overall thoughts. I loved the way they handled the repeat. I thought it was so cleverly done. That was one of my favorite parts of the movie. The comedic timing, which is it's what I'm going to talk about in my segment. I thought it was so amazing. I was literally on my bed at like midnight, like cackling. I was like, they did not just say that. Like it was so funny. I loved it. Loved the storyline. Loved the happy ending we got. And it was, it was great. Amazing. Ryan, what about you? Yeah, it's funny. We were all, I feel like Brian and I were watching at the same time last night. I was watching pretty late. Uh, I didn't have my expectations, like I was saying. And I, I was so thoroughly entertained. I thought this was really funny. And for a romantic comedy this year, I think the comedy was the really excelled here. And I think it worked so well because the few scenes we get between Olivia Munn and Sam Claflin, they're, they're, they just sell the, the relationship and the love there just enough for me to buy everything else. Uh, so I, I really enjoyed this movie. I liked it a lot. I think towards the, the last third of the film, it got a little up in the air in terms of how the structure was working in, in terms of the repeating style. You know, like we open with that voiceover from, I think it was Judy Dench. And it was <laughs> yes, just kind the of dame. random. <laughs> yeah, the dame. It's kind of, I think it was, yeah. And it was kind of random when it was popping back in and, and, and showing what the different scenery arrangements could be. Although, even though I thought it was awkwardly put together it was still mm-hmm. so funny like every scene they showed every alternative version was hysterical i just think the structure was a little all over the place towards the end but i still really liked it good one hot take i really liked it too i love british rom-coms <laughs> i love british rom-com movies british rom-com novels i'm always here for it because i love kind of slow burn british humor and then it just kind of, some of the jokes just smack you in the face. You're like, oh, this is so funny. So yeah. funny. And I really liked all of the different characters because, you know, typical wedding movie, I guess. There's someone of every type. And I like that we got to relive those types through the same characters a couple of times around. Unlike you, I loved the, if it was Judy Dench, the fairy godmother type voice that kept chiming in. It was such a fairy tale style situation doing it like that. So I think it brought me more to a love story, maybe than it, I I know it is a love story, but it kept that in mind for me when she kept chiming in. So I really liked it too. I'm rapidly confirming that it was Judy Tensher. (laughs) It sounded just like her. I would love the name. Because yeah. we'll just say her name the rest of the time. Oh my god, you know who it was? It was Penny Ryder. Oh my goodness. That? Penny Ryder. Um also just a famous uh a British actress. The reason I think I mix them up is she's also in James Bond, which Judy Dench okay. you know, plays Emma mm-hmm. lot in, so that they're both in that. But oh yeah, just a big time actress, uh Penny Ryder. Wow. Love. She played it, they, apparently her character's name was the Oracle. <laughs> Oh, totally. Wow. Exactly. Kind of like Fairy Godmother. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, very cosmic, and I loved it. Love it. Wow. Well, let's get into some top- topics, but first I want to point out the elephant in the room and that we are all matching today and we didn't <laughs> cry. So right? Ryan and I are somehow wearing Christmas sweaters, and <laughs> Bryant is the chic version of us in that tank, in that backwards <laughs> snack. We all got so, the red and white. It's the popcorn talk it. colors. Oh, 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 there it is. There it is. That's why we we we're even matching these borders. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's jump into the first topic, which is Bryant's 
topic. Let's talk about the comedy in the movie, Bryant. Go ahead. Yes, I'm so excited. Like I said, this was so great. I love that it was a love story, but so, so funny. Like we all see things that are billed as like a rom-com, but I like, I find myself more in like the, oh, like the love part of it. And I don't really find myself laughing as much. But with this, I was thoroughly entertained, thoroughly loved the love story, but also was like cackling. So the, what I thought was the best comic relief were basically all of the English friends. Like every single one of them had such a part to play in the comedy. They all brought something really interesting to the table that they were sitting at. So it was yeah. so amazing. It's Especially, I have to talk about my two favorite scenes, which is the exchanges between Sydney and Dina, because those were just so wildly hilarious, like hysterical. Um, with Sydney, Sydney basically trying to make his move on Dina, while Dina is trying to get with Jack. It was hilarious. So let's talk about the first one, which is basically the first meeting, which was the um, ki- the kilt. Mm. That was hilarious. Yeah, I was laughing. Ryan, I know you laughed at that so Tim much. Key. What you thought. Tim Key's performance blew me away in this movie because that is a character that could easily have been so annoying with a Mm -hmm. lesser performer and he sold it like every time it was such a fine a tightrope uh performance to walk on because he was was teetering the line of this being like all right this guy's so over the top this is so unrealistic but he would sell it and he and he totally crushed it i i was so blown away at how well that worked how about you i was perfectly uncomfortable and I think that was the whole point I was just sitting there oh no because I was also angry a little bit at Dina's character for not just getting out of it and stopping Mm -hmm. I get why she didn't because we need him to keep doing these things (laughs) that comedy to keep going but it kind of makes her look a little bit weak like she can't hang and handle herself uh because but I think also because I have in my mind that she's Olivia Munn Right. True. And I know. We know I was like, oh. She looks incredible, but we also know Olivia Munn's not just going to sit there and listen to this guy yeah. say these misogynistic, crazy things to her. Yeah. She's going to tell the car and hit the road. <laughs> well, it's that humor of like, you just don't want to be rude. Like, I think that's a lot mm-hmm. of British humor is just trying, it's, it's trying to maintain proper etiquette. And. Yeah when we finally get that scene where Sam Claflin's like, I just want to have a conversation between us two. It's actually so awkward because even though like this guy, Sydney is so annoying when he says that it's so funny because it, it just hurts. Cause he goes, where yeah. should I go? And they're like over there. And he's like, I'll pop <laughs> off. <laughs> well, that's the thing is that the other, the supporting characters of in his scenes made it so easy for it to be yes. awkward because they were making it awkward on their character. Oh. And so all you want to do is just yes. not it was be there. Cringy. Definition of cringy. Like cringy in like such a funny way. I was literally like, ah, I can't believe you said that. Like seriously, <laughs> somebody needs to shut him down. Like it was so funny. And I 100% agree with you, Trina, that, that the, all the actors basically did that. They helped further the comic storyline, which basically the English friends were, especially Sydney, even Amanda as well. They all brought those little hints, those drops of comedy, and they all helped each other in the scenes, which I absolutely loved. Um, so we had all the characters, Jack, Dina, Amanda, Haley, uh, Brian, Mark, Sydney, Chaz. They were all hilarious. I loved it. So that was just what I thought so much about the movie was I loved the comedy of it. Um, anything else you guys want to talk about with the, with the comedy aspect? I, 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 I wish was... that there would have... Sorry, go ahead, No, Ryan. no, no, Trina, all you. I wish there would have been an argument between Frida Pinto's character and Sydney, because I think that would have been what I was looking for someone just to shoot him down and for him to be like, Oh, because Sam 
Claflin's character, Jack, sorry, let him down very, as nicely as he possibly could, but I want her to get in there and smack some very sense. Very true. That was one thing that I don't think was ever fully explained on how, like, why was he invited? Like, what's the relationship? <laughs> what is the relationship there? Like, how do they know each other? Uh, was it a, a like like a high school friend? I was kind of confused about that. Uh, unlike mm-hmm. you know the Mark character, who they really explained why he showed up. He wasn't invited. Yeah. So yeah. I, I felt like I knew why everyone else was there, but specifically with him, he was just kind of this odd guy out. Which that might actually fit. It might have might yeah. have actually hurt the movie if they explained it. I, what really impressed me about the comedy of this is I think this movie could be adapted to a play and be put on stage because it's all one mm-hmm. location it works so well and it's such an ensemble piece uh so that i thought that just was it worked so well i think a lot of romantic comedies lately rely on like s- sort of shock humor and this you have it but they do such a great job of subtly giving you just enough details on every member of the ensemble that when you when they're when they're colliding it, it's just so funny. Sam Claflin mm-hmm. impressed the hell out of me in this movie. Yeah, we had these comedic. He was jobs. amazing. Yeah, yeah. We're not used to him doing stuff like this. The last thing I saw him in was Before You Go. Is that the name of the mm, movie? Yeah. Where he's Brian, like, you haven't seen that. No, you have the look on. Your I don't think Brian so. Just, Brian, you haven't seen anything that I expect you to. Have no, to me own. before you. Oh, oh me before oh my you. God. The notebook. I mean, the is that that's um, Nicholas Sparks, right? It, it, uh, I no. think. I, I don't know. Really? I don't know what it's someone else. It's um in that world. Okay, though. in that world of like you know, like okay, like epic love stories kind of thing. I only know the song, but I've been wanting to watch it. I'm gonna watch it because I loved him in this, and I'm but going think... to watch it. And I guess that's gonna be an anime movie part two. But knowing <laughs> him, knowing him from those those romance films exactly. made it even that more seamless for his comedy mm-hmm. to be so unexpected. Like I was getting a Chris Hemsworth vibe, where you're like, oh my sure. gosh, he's mm. funny too. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. I also don't think Ab- Olivia Munn has ever been better. Like she is great in this. Interesting. Loved her. Yeah, I don't. I can't think of anything I liked Ooh. her more. And she, I thought she, she, her timing and chemistry with everyone she interacted with this movie was amazing. I just don't think we've seen a, a movie where she's been given so much room to play like this one. Yeah, mm-hmm. something that was hers. Like this movie, you know, was more about her than yes. other things that she's played before. Yeah. Yes, I love. Speaking that. of. Let's move on to another topic. I wanted to talk about Dina, which is Olivia Munn's character, and her backstory, and how the mentioning this backstory over and over, kind of with a little bit deadpan, <laughs> no <laughs> passion or connection to it, why why it keeps coming up and not going anywhere. <laughs> Does anyone have any thoughts? <laughs> That's, That's what I was thinking point. every time it happens. She's talking about yeah. this thing. No one really cares. It's a very impressive job. It's a job I would have a million questions about. Mm-hmm. No one cared. And she just kind of said, this is what I do. How are you? You know, it yeah. kept talking about it. What do you guys think? What do you think, Bryant? It's an interesting point you bring up because just thinking about it now, she was talking that she's a war reporter. And it that is the opposite of what she was portraying and the idea of like you know being very present or being very like in your face because a reporter has to be like all up in your kool-aid you know uh, and not know the flavor so basically like they have (laughs) they have to be there 
But I feel like she was kind of letting everyone else shine or like basically speak over her, especially in the like point of like Sydney, who was basically talking about Jack and John and the car insurance. So everyone had a chance to speak over her and she didn't really get, get a chance to really stick it out, I guess, or like really say what she wanted to say. But she was just dropping those hints, like you said, like, oh, I'm a war reporter and oh, I got kidnapped. And then so it was all very like morbid, but no one was like sad. I was more just like confused. Exactly. And he was like, did you get to drink when you were kidnapped? <laughs> And all I wanted to say was, tell him what's up right now. Tell him what yeah. kidnapping's <laughs> like right <laughs> now. <laughs> yeah. Ryan, what'd you think? Uh, that's a, you raised a really good point. I think it, it's it's ironic because I thought Olivia Munn was so good in this movie in, in that I just think she had like the freedom to, to play and, and to show off this. And I think she was sort of like a pseudo straight man. Uh, and, and while Ooh. also not being like the typical love interest in a lot of these yeah films but you're right like they there's flares of whoa that sounds interesting or like that's a deep backstory like she was kidnapped what and we never dive into it which i think just because of the the setting of the wedding i didn't expect to dive that deep into it uh but and that that was also i think partly why this reminded me of a stage production where there's so much backstory just through the dialogue but they don't mm-hmm. dive that much deeper into it because you just don't want to go to a whole new set. Um, sure. So, yeah, no, I agree that it didn't bother me as much as I thought it would, but there was just so many, there's such a variety. Like mm-hmm. she's just listing off th- that scene where they're at the bar and they go, tell me the last five years and 10 seconds. And you're like, yeah, okay. And then she just <laughs> rattles them off. It's yeah. a funny gag, but then, it's also kind of cheap because they were like, all right, here's all this backstory, the dialogue, and now let's go. Yeah. Just on that point, Ryan, it's interesting you bring that up because what I that's actually one of the things I really liked about this movie because I'm I hate waiting for a setup until like the middle of the movie. But I feel like with this movie, in the first 15 minutes, I knew that they were that was her sister's his sister's friend. I knew all this backstory to their relationship, to mm. who they were in such an early time, especially with the narration kind of setting up everything in that whole realm. So I love that aspect of the movie being like set up through dialogue, especially really early on. Nice. Interesting. All right. That's all I had on that. It's just something that really bothered me throughout because no matter what universe, which we'll talk about next, (laughs) both all different weddings that they were at, it was the same. Yeah. And she remains the same, but everyone else tripped out a little bit at least, but her personality and character was pretty consistent and consistently just kind of unaware of what exactly she was saying most of the time well yes i I think one thing you know it's all judging on that seating arrangement right like her yeah there was never i don't think we ever saw one where she took the the, no uh, we didn't so no she didn't right we would have learned a lot had that happened yeah and i think what was interesting to me was I never understood why Sam Claflin's character, why Jack could never reveal to her that he was roofied or like that he, yeah, yeah. Like that was never, they seem so option. comfortable with each other, but he still didn't. Yeah. Right. Just like, say it, bro. Just say it. Yeah. I, I mean, maybe that would have freaked her out, but I don't. Well, but... he fell asleep while she was crying. I think that's worse than and I he, have. She saw him <laughs> shoving the two fingers down. I was literally like... But somebody <laughs> else's two fingers down his throat and we think that Rufy's was the problem. Like, I was, definitely not. I was shocked how quickly she got over that. She's like... Me too. She's like, I was Trust like, girl. Me, one day I'll tell you. And she's like, 
Okay. But that's her thing. She goes with the flow, and no matter what it is, she just goes there. All right, so let's move on then to these different universes that we were thrown in for every wedding. Every time the tables turn, we'll say, the seating chart switched. Ryan, what do you have to say? Right, I, I was alluding to it earlier. You know, the title is definitely a reference to the Tom Cruise movie, Live, Die, Repeat, or Edge of Tomorrow. The title's changed a thousand sure. times. Uh, and this is Love Wedding Repeat. I... I liked that they didn't do the exact same thing. I liked that it wasn't Groundhog mm-hmm. Day and that they're mm-hmm. actively uh, reliving these situations and Sam Claflin's aware that he's reliving it. I think they were just showing alternative uh, versions of what could have happened, just judging by the seating of the table. And I think this is an, an idea that a lot of movies have tried before. Uh, one I think that comes to mind is called Table 19 that stars a lot of famous yeah. actors. And I just don't think they've quite got it. Like they haven't quite nailed what they're trying to say about the seating arrangement at a wedding. Uh, and I, th- yeah. I think they accomplished... I understood what they were trying to say with this romantic comedy, and I thought they did such a great job of it. I just think it was a little peculiar, uh, narrative-wise, to just at the very end like show really only two timelines and then like a montage to some other ones. It was super funny. Yeah. And but I was just a little confused. Like, all right, is I'm, I'm just what is what, what are the rules here? Like, what's going on? There's an oracle. Okay, this is, it's funny that way, but I just didn't yeah. understand. It, it frustrated me a tiny bit, and yeah. it wasn't a huge deal because at the end of the day, it accomplished what it set out to. It was super funny, and I had a great time. I was just a little frustrated narratively. Did that happen for either of you? Yeah, I feel like it was, I didn't know it was going to happen so many times. And then Mm -hmm. I also feel like every time we switched universes, it always felt like everyone was a pawn to Jack's character. Mm -hmm. And I just felt he was kind of running the show, even when he was sleeping, he was still, he was letting a bunch of people, he was still, you know, the one that was the center of everything, trying to control everything around him. And that is what I didn't like because it felt like the same story just told in different consciousnesses. Mm, interesting. So, yeah. yeah, I feel you. What do you think, Brian? I, I have to disagree because I did like it. What I will agree with you on, Ryan, is I think that they should have kind of chosen those two and made it like half the movie. So if they really would have elaborated on that first scenario, mm. jumped, into this, jumped into the separations and then spent so much time developing that second option, that would have been better. But I 100% agree that I liked... I didn't like how they just shoved that last, like, I guess the perfect scenario in the last 20 minutes or so. Um, and there wasn't much, much, wasn't much development on everyone else's character except for really Jack. So that's one thing I would say. While I liked how it was played out, I think that would have made it even better if they really focus on those two storylines, like, throughout the entire movie. Mm. Yeah, I think, I think there was something that was just a little off about it. But I, mm-hmm. I just don't think it was a big enough deal to to ruin the movie by any means. I just think yeah, it's same worth here. noting. Like, uh, that was a little... It, I've never seen a movie that, that handled a Groundhog Day scenario like that. Same. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we should get into rating this movie. What do you guys think? Let's do it. Okay, so <sighs> the Rotten Tomatoes. These are the numbers that are shocking, given our response to the film. Rotten Tomatoes, this was a 36% on the tomato meter. I'm Brian, exactly. <laughs> and a 37% audience score. Wow, really? And then, I, yeah, IMDb is a 5.5 out of 10. Mm. Now, 
I read these before I watched it, and that's why I sent you guys a text message telling you to watch this as a British rom-com and not American rom-com because it's completely different. You have mm-hmm. to watch it. You have to not have those expectations of, like, bridesmaids when you watch something like this. Sure. So let's do a rating on the IMDb scale. Bryant, you first out of 10. Yeah. Uh, well, I said at the top of the show, and I'm going to go out on a limb, and I thought it was really really great i don't know i mean i have to disagree with everyone says because i don't think it was whatever everyone else was saying i thought it was at least an eight out of ten i thought very strongly about this film there was so much to like so much to laugh at um great storyline and i 100 percent agree with you it was definitely not a traditional american style rom-com that i'm used to of you know the love being such the strongest point of it the comedy was like I keep saying that the comedy was what really, really did it for me. It was so funny. Um, so I thought it was great. Eight, love the cast. Um, I always talk about the hot guys. I need them in. And there was several in this movie. So that did Absolutely. it for me. So yeah. yeah, eight out of 10. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Loved it. Beautiful. Yeah. Brian, what uh, about you? You know, I, again, I, I think this movie, it is, it's not, I, I don't think that Rotten Tomatoes score represents this movie at all. I Mm-mm. think this is a... A surprise i even put this on my story and a lot of people were like oh my gosh i so enjoyed that movie i'm so happy oh. you guys are talking about it um so p- i think a lot of people are seeing it just because of that the cast power uh i think this movie surprised me i, I liked it a lot more than i thought i was going to i had a really good time yeah the structure is it's awkward towards the end it's it's a weird yeah. way to, te- to to make a movie at the end of the, at the end of the film but i still think it's a really good time and and Sam Claflin and Olivia Munn like really impressed me. Uh, just seeing this this unique side, especially at the Sam Claflin, like I, I didn't know he had these comedic chops. Yeah. Um. So I, I give this probably a seven point five. There we go. Trina Dom. I also was very shocked by, especially Rotten Tomatoes, the audience score. I didn't get it, and but I think that's what it is. It's people are expecting something from Olivia Munn that and Sam Claflin and Frida Pinto those people when you see that you don't necessarily see a British rom-com but I was so happy that it was one because I just like writing a story out so I'll sit there and I'll wait for everything to come together if I'm laughing throughout and that's exactly what happened and I agree with both of you on all ends you know it did get complicated with the time switching aspect which does throw you off a little bit but still fun because you like the characters I also Give it a 7.5. Nice. So there we have it. What's that average? That is an average of like 7.75. I think think it's like a 7.65. Yeah, probably. Repeating. I love it. Well, we're not done here yet because we got some games for you guys. And first up is trivia. Yes. A personal favorite. If yes. know. we love <laughs> all right let's get right into it which character or actor you guys can do either whoever you remember which okay. character or actor starred in a hit teen rom-com with aaron taylor johnson in oh, 2008 uh, aaron taylor johnson 2008? Uh, 2008 oh my god so this would be one of aaron taylor johnson's first starring roles and I will be shocked if any of you watched it. It's one of my, it's my favorite preteen rom-com ever. Rom-com. Mm. I actually don't know a rom-com with Aaron Taylor Johnson pre. Me too. I only know him from um, Godzilla. <laughs> that, so okay. Well, it's pre is pre. Olivia Munn. It's pre. I don't know. Okay. Well, I'm just going to tell you. It's called. Olivia Munn, no. 
No, but that's a guess. <laughs> Ryan, do you also want to guess? I'll throw out. I'll throw out uh, Tim Key. Or no. yeah, Tim Key. No. Incorrect. It is Eleanor Tomlinson who plays the bride, Sam oh, Coughlin's sister. She starred in a movie called Angus Thongs and Perfect <gasps> Snogging. Wow. I know that one. Wow. <laughs> it is so good. She plays the best friend named Jazz. And y'all gotta watch that oh, movie. For one. Oh, I for did. One so I watched far. it. Oh, you've seen it? I Do you have, know which yes. one she is? She's the blonde, the long blonde. I'm trying to think because I'm like looking at her. I'm like, I, I could, I could have sworn she looked familiar from something I watched. And yeah, yeah. she was amazing she's too, the by co-lead. the way. I loved her. She's the co-lead. Love it. Okay. Love. Next. Which actor or character has had a recurring role in the hit ABC family series, Greek? Mm. Oh, oh, um... I'm looking at the cast list. I'm going to go to Did Joel either of you watch Ryan. Greek? I didn't. Yes. Ryan, Joel Fry. No. Damn. Eh. And let's try Jack Farthing. Eh. Wrong. Damn. <laughs> it's, do you want me to, do you want another try? Sure. Uh, I'll buzz one more time. Uh, I'm going to go Alan go. Mustafa. Wrong. Uh, who we got? Who we got? Uh, uh, Aisling Bea, Rebecca? No, guys. It was Olivia Munn. Oh, she was in Greek? <laughs> yeah, she just had a recurring, like, five episode. Oh, oh interesting. I gotta brush up. That's TV. I'm not... Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I never watched that show. I always wanted to watch it. When I was watching Secret Life of the American Teenager, I would always see that promo pop-up and i was like i should watch this they but i never got a chance a lot. um they i did. own all the seasons if you have a problem finding it i'll send them to you yes oh, wow. <laughs> there you go uh, okay which actor starred in a 2019 blockbuster remake movie remake movie brian frida pinto eh, but did she <laughs> that's just not who i'm thinking remake but it's oh, well, Rise of the Planet of the Apes is not a remake. It's a new movie, damn it. No. <laughs> 2019 remake? Can you... You can't reveal the film? No. Okay. Uh, Actually, yes, because I don't think either of you have seen it. I don't think I have either. Try me. Charlie's Angels. Uh, you didn't see it. I know you didn't see it. I wanted to because <laughs> Noah Centineo is in it, and Ariana Grande sings on it, but I didn't watch it. I'm just going to buzz in, and I'm going... Yeah. I'm going Sam Claflin. Correct. Oh, yes. <laughs> really see it? You own it, yeah? Yeah. Um, okay, next one. Which actor starred in a Hulu show for one season with Aaron Paul? With Aaron Paul? The okay. Aaron Paul. A Hulu series for one season with Aaron Paul. What would Aaron Paul be in on Hulu? What would? Aaron it's the thing that he did not after. After Breaking Bad. Okay, so he was in Need for Speed. That was a movie. He's in Westworld right now. That's a show. Let me try. Tim Key. Eh. Is it animated? <laughs> no. It's a Hulu show. 
Well, I guess they have animations, but yeah. Okay, mm. everybody gets one more guess. Ryan, okay. you haven't even guessed once. Is it, so it's a cast member. Okay, uh, buzzing in, ding, ding, ding. I'm going yes. three to Pinto. You're correct. Ah, I hate this game. <laughs> oh my gosh. I forget the movie or the show name. Hold on. Oh, the path. Here. The path. The path. Oh. That's it. Okay. The last one, I believe Ryan is in the lead two to one. Brian. Zero, I think. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, you do? What did I get? Yeah, I have zero. I didn't get anything, right? I think I thought I Brian. I don't remember now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Two to zero. So just do this one for your pride. This yeah. Okay. This one's worth a thousand um, points. This is worth a thousand points, as the last ones always are. Which actor was in a 2019 film? With Lily James, aka Cinderella. AKA the. Just in case you don't know Lily James. Well, I know Lily James. <laughs> I don't know Lily James, but I'm gonna uh, just say I do. Cinderella <laughs> in Wait, the newest Cinderella. Can you repeat from, like, the, the description? Which, just say which character in the film starred in a 2019 film with her. Was she in 2019? Uh, 2019. 2019 would have been. Oh my god, what was she in 2019? Um, she was in Baby Driver, that was 2017. I uh, would just guess characters. Right. Bryant? Uh, <laughs> let's try Jack Farthing. No. Oh, I'm never gonna win. <laughs> Wait, 2019, was it, um... Oh my gosh, I know the movie. The movie's yesterday. The movie's yesterday. It's the Beatles okay. one. Um, okay. Because it's British, it? and this okay. is a British cast. I'm doing. I'm okay. connecting the dots here. Uh, <laughs> okay, so it was yesterday. British cast in this movie. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go. Alan Mustafa. No, I'm sorry. Is you it got mostly Sam there. Sam Claflin. I'm sorry again. Joel it... Fry. Yes, ding ding. Ah, Brian yes! wins a thousand points. Brian won a yes! thousand points, and he has won today's Trina's trivia. <laughs> I love wedding repeats. <laughs> oh my god, that was fun! Yes, right, we've got one more game. This is Ryan's game, so I'm gonna kick it over to you, right? All right, here we go. Um, this is uh, love wedding repeats, and it's in a live die repeat style, uh, where basically I'm going to start listing a title from a famous romantic comedy about a wedding or about love and you have to guess the the title um you'll notice there's a theme with the titles they're pretty long they might be sequels and you can just say your name and guess the movie as many times as you want you have unlimited guesses uh, so we can't just talk at once what's that <laughs> i'm just kidding okay Go. all right bridget bridget trina Bridget Jones Diary, baby Bridget. something. <laughs> Bridget Jones. Bridget Jones. Brian, any guess? Bridget. No. <laughs> you don't know these movies. Okay. Bridget uh-uh. Jones. Diary. Bay. Bridget Jones. Baby mama. Baby daddy. Bridget Jones. I'm not gonna lie, I've not seen anything after the first one either. It's, Brian almost got it. Bridget Jones. Oh, baby. <laughs> baby. Just say the whole title. Baby love. Baby Bridget Jones, baby, daddy, and mama. <laughs> Less words. Bridget Jones. 
Bree has it. Bridget, you, it's less words than what you said. Bridget you Jones's baby. There you go. <laughs> yeah. You have one. <laughs> so you kind of see the game now. Like it would just you can keep guessing the titles if you want. Uh, here the we go. The full movie game is Bridget Jones' baby. Yeah, it's the uh, I believe it's the <laughs> third one in the series. Okay. Uh, out of four, uh, check it out. It's a good one. It's a fun one. All right, next one. Uh, all. All My children. No, that's serious. <laughs> always. Trina. Always, yeah. Always remember me. Always be. Always be my maybe. You got it. Yes, I love that movie. It was amazing. It is great. <laughs> well, I, I don't know why I went the Robert Pattinson route instead of the Ali Wong part All right, route. This, that's this my is, bad. This is the final one. It starts with two. 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 Do all the boys I love before. No. <laughs> two. Close. Trina, two. That was it, what I was going to say. I mean, so you know there's a sequel. Two. So the boys I love before, oh. P.S. I still love you. <laughs> That's, That's my it. favorite. Wow, you said that time. so quickly. First of all, this game was catered to Brian. It, it, really, was. Ah! it really was. It really was. Um, well done. Another Netflix one you can check out. Uh, by the way, all those are on Netflix, so you can go check them all out. That was the oh, theme. Yes. And thank you so much for playing Live, Die, Repeat, Love, Wedding, Repeat. Speaking of what's on Netflix, so is Love, Wedding, Repeat. We encourage you guys to go watch this movie. You will laugh. Do not listen to the haters of the film because we <laughs> promise it is fun. So that's it for our anatomy of the end credits, by the way. They're oh, hilarious. Oh, yeah, stay until the, through the end they credits. You really must. Fun. So, so good as always. Yes. Whenever there's something at the end, it's always the best. Bryant, where can all of our viewers find you? Yes, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok at the Brian Santos on AfterBuzz TV's Quarantine with the Stars. Yes, Ryan, what about you? You guys can find me at Ryan Nilsson underscore on Instagram, and every Thursday, four PM on the Popcorn Talk Network for Star Wars news. Also, check out this awesome uh, quarantine. Comic-Con, WonderCon panel we had with the Power Rangers last night. It's also on this channel. We had like six Power Rangers on the show, so check it out. Give us a thumbs up and comment, like, subscribe. All right. Y'all can find me on Twitter and Instagram at HeyTrinaJong. Thank you so much for tuning in. We will see you next time with another movie to talk about. Bye, guys. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network.